the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your questions when you call us at 210-308-8867. The front's through. I think you're right. <laughs> High today was supposed to be 61. Oh, oh. I don't think we're going to get there. <laughs> the current high, according to weather.gov, is 52. Yeah, that wind's really blowing, too. And so three degrees higher than it is now here at the nursery. I hope people got their plants covered yesterday, like we told them. Oh, because of the wind now. Yeah. That cloth can be put out in a windy day, but it's it's much more difficult when the wind's blowing like this. But, uh, Calvin, you said you covered your lemon and lime? Yeah, I did this morning. I kind of had that feeling uh-huh and i was walking the dogs and it was getting a little cooler mm-hmm. the wind hadn't started yet but you're right uh there's no, nothing easy about covering plants when the winds oh yeah especially if they're plants that are a little larger like a le- lemon tree or something how'd you cover them with a I, blanket or i first roco i was gonna make it real e- easy I would use blankets, and then, of course, the kind of drizzle started. Mm. So I got out my blankets and mm-hmm. put the blankets over the blankets. Yeah. The reason he got out the blankets uh, rather than the blankets is because the blankets get wet and heavy and weigh down the plant. Yeah. Whereas yeah. the blankets let the water pass through. They. Uh, Do you sacrifice any insulation? With a blanket or any significant? Yeah, well, yeah, you gotta. Sometimes you can <laughs> overestimate how much blankets yeah. can cover. Oh, okay. A blanket with a oh, the plastic or a blanket over it was kind of works kind of cool. Um, oh, I see. Okay. But the uh, soggy blankets don't blow much. That's true. So, but they weight the plant down yeah, quite a bit. So that that may be kind of a you know. That won't hurt if you got blankets and and uh, it stays there around thirty degrees. I use all my blankets to cover me, much less <laughs> when it's going to be for yeah, freezing. They get beat up pretty quickly. No. Do you want to hear the new forecast? No. All right. According to weather.gov, 
This afternoon, partly sunny with a high near 52. It was going to be 61. Uh, I'm still bitter about that. With wind gusts as high as 25 miles per hour. There you go. This evening, clear with a low around 29 now. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with gusty winds around 15 miles per hour, some as high as 25. Tomorrow, partly sunny, high near 40. Uh, with gusts as high as 25 and a low tomorrow night around 28. Ugh. But it changed. And then uh, Tuesday, sunny, high near 48, low around 33. And it, it goes up uh, throughout the... Uh, till the, next Saturday. Yeah, and, uh, it's 80 then. Yeah, it's high near... Saturday's high is near <laughs> 79 degrees. So... No wonder we got these coughs and colds. Yeah, everybody's suffering. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody, you know, your tomato. Uh, first of all, that if they're out there in that wind. Uh, yeah, that the even, wind even, damages. Yeah, them. the te- temperature is, is uh, higher than would cause the damage, but that wind might. But it will get uh, if it go, drops below forty degrees. Uh, then uh, I'm worried about my old uh, dilapidated greenhouse. Greenhouse, yeah. <laughs> no, with the wind, or? Oh, no, uh, just the temperatures and everything. Oh. You know, if it's uh, like a tomato, if the you know the house is, if it's thirty degrees outside and the temperature drops to thirty-five in the greenhouse, that still may be the da- doing the damage that mm-hmm. you want to avoid. I think I may drag them in the house. Uh oh. Did you, uh, don't you don't have an electrical outlet out there? I've, I, they have a, uh, the old heater, I, but I haven't used it in a couple of years. So. Oh. So, uh, and of course my, I don't know how old that greenhouse is, pretty old. Um, and it, it's coming to kind of bulging and then the size. And then, then we had that big rain, windstorm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember was it last year, right? Or two years ago, three years ago, it moved off of its frame a little bit. Oh, did it really? Yeah, so I've got props everywhere trying to keep it in place. <laughs> keep it standing. Huh? But anyhow, that you be aware that uh, you got the wind, but also uh, just that if it sneaks down there below 40 degrees, those potted-up tomatoes yeah. will be vulnerable. Yeah, and remember... Uh, the wind, uh, the wind chill that they're always talking about, it doesn't affect tomatoes and plants. But the wind itself is damaging to the plant, but not the cold, not okay. the predicted cold. So if <clears throat> wind chill is for warm-blooded people, uh, animals. I remember uh, South Texas Home Garden Environmental Shows years ago when we had that we had, we, yeah, and the wind was so bad it was blowing. It was that we held it at the chamber offices, and the wind yeah. was blowing brochures and everything across the oh yeah highway over to HEB. HEB was covered and, with. Uh, it was a Rob was trying to p- protect. <laughs> we we sneak out a few tomato plants yeah. to show people if they were out there five six minutes gone. It, 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 it's like sandblasting them, which it did. 
Well, 210-308-8867 is our number. Throughout the uh, the show, you'll hear us talk about the presentation that's coming up next Saturday, 1030 to noon, How to Prune Trees, presented by the folks at Davy Tree Service. And uh, we're going to talk to uh, Mike. We visited with him yesterday. He's going to tell us a little bit more in case you missed it about uh, what he's going to talk about. Good. Mike Presta is on the line. Hey there, Mike. How you doing today? You mean he's already called Pretty in? Good. He's already called in. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he's on top of this. Thank you. Like a tree. He's <laughs> no on top problem. of it. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah, so Mike. warm out there. Well, we're, we're, yeah, shh, don't tell anybody we're inside. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, should I be hearing Mike? That's probably a good yes. call. I, I'm not. Uh-oh. Am I plugged in? Yo, you're plugged in, Calvin. Let's see. I am. Oh, huh? you're not plugged in. <laughs> That's why, yeah. That could be like, hang on, Mike, i got to plug Calvin in. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There you go. Now you hear it. Okay. Well, Mike, talk a little bit about the uh, presentation next Saturday, 1030 to noon, how to prune trees. What are you going to cover? Kind of a lot of different topics, Uh, the basics, why we prune trees, uh, different growth forms that we've got, you know, with different species. Um, A big one that I like to talk about is training and uh, structural pruning on your, your younger trees and you want to start that pretty early, you know, a year or two after a tree is established isn't a bad time to start. Um, and really, you could do that for 25 years to, to get to an ideal structure, you know, supporting a tree. Uh, and what does that mean when you talk about that you're you're pruning it? So for what purpose? You're uh, training so it, just, but I don't... Uh, training pruning and structural pruning... Uh, going to focus on uh you know removing defects in the tree like crossing branches uh weak limbs that sort of branches won't fall Uh, on your head milton oh that's good Mm -hmm. but on some Uh, some species mike didn't we talk about this yesterday some species like these arizona ash mm -hmm. you can have a a wonderful tree for a lot of years good shape good structure if you prune it but if you just leave it that thing's not going to last long yeah our yes, oaks are, aren't quite as demanding. but yeah. So this is kind of maintenance and enhancing the tree. Yes, sir. And he also uh, checks for crotch angles, Milton. Yeah. No, Poor yes, Mike. So. <laughs> Got quiet. I don't blame him. <laughs> don't, you, don't you look at crotch angles? Yeah, uh, and that's a big thing. We're going to cover that as well, kind of some of the the basic principles to actually how to prune uh, different cuts uh, and correct cuts. Mike, would would this program be somebody uh, something somebody that had peach trees that needed pruning would come to, or is that you going to concentrate on shade trees? Uh, well, we'll mainly focus on our you know our oaks. that sort of thing uh more shade trees but we will touch base on uh you know some of your your fruit trees uh when to prune them uh you're going to want to prune your your fruit trees after bloom uh you know your fruit trees and other plants some of them are going to be they bloom off their last season's growth so you don't you want to make sure you prune them at the correct time of the year so you're not uh you know messing things up for your fruit crop i think uh, feel free too to recommend people that want to get really into depth on 
uh, pruning fruit trees, uh, go to plantanswers.com because they can mm-hmm. uh, supplement the information you give them with diagrams and such. Right. Yes, sir. Uh, that's another thing is uh, it will be an outdoor presentation, so it'll be pretty hands-on. Uh, oh, good. We won't be, you know, fooling around with a, a projector or anything like that. We'll be, you know, looking at the tree behind us in the, the amphitheater and kind of going from there with that. Um, so it should be fun, hands-on experience for everyone. Okay. And uh, that's next Saturday, 1030 to noon here at Millburgers. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, you're anticipating... Lots of questions. It's absolutely free, and uh, Mike will be doing it with a, a little help, you and some other folks from Davies? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, me and my, my branch manager, Chuck, will, will be given the presentation. Good deal. All righty. And um, it reminds me, too, thinking about that. So it's going to be gusts up to 25 is, uh, today. Is that a good reason to have uh, been maintaining and pruning trees with high winds and stuff? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so, particularly uh, lion tailing your trees, that sort of thing, uh, is going to be detrimental to their structure, uh, kind of makes them top-heavy. Uh, so, hopefully, that isn't the case. Uh, pruning them is definitely going to help in the wind uh, with certain species. Uh, other forms, like cabling, might be helpful for, for your wind. Um but 25 shouldn't be too bad on them, okay, <laughs> I good. would hope. <laughs> yeah, I keep saying that now when we're yeah we're out there freezing our... And they'll say, well, we, we shouldn't be cold. Mike says 25 miles per hour is not good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he said it was fine. All right, Mike, what else uh, can you think of? And if folks want to learn more about Davey's uh, tree service, where do they go? Uh, so you can go online um, to Davey.com. Um You'll be able to find an office uh, in pretty much all over the United States and Canada and in your larger cities. Um, we were founded in 1880, so uh, we take a lot of pride in that. And we're also employee-owned, uh, so our, all of our guys take a lot of pride. And we've got a lot of passion for our company and, and for trees. And it's uh, it's one of the leader. your company is one of the leaders in the oak wilt effort in our area. And lots of mm-hmm. you know, some certified uh, uh, arborists too that uh, are we kind of consider them expert in oak wilt at this point. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah, very uh, cool. You say, you say this guy that's coming with you is an oak wilt uh, mm-hmm. type of ec- oak yeah, wilt he, specialist. Yes, sir. Cert- um, certified. So, yeah. Yep, uh, he'll be there with me. Uh, definitely. With pruning, uh, oak wilt is, you know, comes up as a concern, especially this time of the year. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure we'll have some questions about that, and, and we'll be able to get them answered for you. You tell him to brush up on the, the there's a new technique being talked about on the radio around here that uh, you can cure oak wilt. All it takes mm-hmm. is a little organic material and right. extra watering. Right. Or what else? So well, tell him to get ready. You want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. <laughs> no, actually, those those questions may come up. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they have they they have too, Mike. Uh, there's we've been given some Oakville presentations and. Uh, Are people talking about that? Have they come up? Oh yeah, 
Okay. Yeah, so we just, you know, we just got alert. Then we had a Oakwild expert on from uh, A&M a few weeks ago uh, just to verify that there's no, there's no research that indicates that uh, putting a little, some organic material, a little extra water in the in the soil is going to prevent or cure, certainly not cure oak wilt. We don't need no stinking research. What are you doing? <laughs> always bringing that research up. Well, Mike, what else? What else can you think of before we go to break? Uh, well, I would say definitely on the topic of oak wilt, uh, if you're pruning your trees this time of the year in, into the summer uh, before, you know, we're getting maintained high high temperature days and evenings uh painting and sanitizing all of your cuts is going to be very important on your oak trees and uh not leaving a lot of brush around uh after you've pruned your trees is also going to be important uh the beetle that that spreads oak wilt around uh is attracted to the the sap smell it's a sweet smell that's emitted after the tree is cut and wounded um so you don't want them coming around your trees, especially after you just burned them. Yeah. So the the painting it doesn't necessarily stop them from making contact. It sort of stops it from that making that sweet smell. Is that the... yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It stops them yes, from sir. making contact. Oh, it just stops. Yeah, they they can't. That spore can't. Oh, okay. Cool. That's interesting. Thank you, Mike. All right. I really appreciate talking trees with you guys. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk again, and we'll see you next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Come visit us Sounds after great. you get through. We'll, we'll see how it all went. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring yeah. that Oakwell yeah. guy up here to the radio <laughs> and ask him about the new treatment. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I don't know, though. Would he be, he's considered an expert, right? The guy at the mm-hmm. Navy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the, at the company. Yeah. No. If, he's, uh, if he's been certified, he certainly should be up on yeah. the latest yeah. research and in communications with the experts and the researchers at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bet he is. Uh, yeah, you, you both will have to come on up after the presentation, Mike. Does that sound good? We're, yeah, that we're, sounds great. Did okay. You get, did you get that? Did, did you get that warning, Mike? So warning. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, he I'll, might I'll run out the don't. back door. <laughs> so, Mike Presta is going to be with us uh, next Saturday. He's going to be here at the nursery from ten thirty to noon. He's with Davy Tree Service, and uh, he will be conducting along with uh, some other folks there how to prune trees. So, if you've got any questions and or you just want to learn uh, proper maintenance of your tree, then you need to make sure you're here. It's absolutely free; no reservations required. Just come on out and be a part of it. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, guys. Oh, and, Have a good and, one. And the, the local phone number. What's the local phone number to reach Davy? Uh, so our office phone number is 210-981-2870. Cool. Thank you, sir. You take care. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More with Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, 
probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information, you can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, or check them out at millburgernursery.com. The late 1920s saw a building boom in San Antonio with the opening of the Milam, the Majestic, the Medical Arts Building, and the tallest building west of the Mississippi. The San Antonio story of the Tower Life Building after this. When the Texas weather changes, make sure your heating and cooling system is working properly. Hello, I'm David Meisner, co-owner of Countywide Service. We've partnered with Dan Knight to provide the most reliable AC and heating service with constant comfort in Bear County. Whether it's a service call or a system installation, Countywide and Dan Knight are there for you. Receive a 20% discount on any option we recommend. Call Countywide Service at 210-732-9772. Licensed TACLA 280 e The Tower Life Building was originally named for its builders, Smith & Young, and home to a Sears & Roebuck on the first six floors when it opened in 1929. In 1953, it became the Tower Life, named after the insurance company of its new owner, H.B. Zachary. I'm Sonny Melendrez. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-dev color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A Teenager. Learning the Lingo. GOAT. G-O-A-T. Acronym. Stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. San Antonio, any old place I call my home, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. Dallas, Fort Worth, San Angelo, Houston, Austin, or El Paso, I gotta go. I got Texas in my soul. It is there I know my places. I see only smiling faces And so, partner, the rest of the world's not worth A pound of good old Texas dirt I gotta go, I got Texas in my soul And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas We'll talk a little bit about that's Texas Willie. That's Willie Talking about he that He must have a lot of Texas though Yeah, this was again that, that album that I, I Oh, was it? Yeah, it was made for the hemisphere So it's there's songs about Dallas, there's songs about San Antonio, songs about Texas. He does a good job. Yeah. All right. 
Quickly, let's talk about Spider-Man Pest Control. We had Warren on yesterday. He said that uh, the big varmints are being a problem in homes, uh, the furry ones, uh, as well as the little itty bitty ones like the little crazy ants. Yeah. And they're getting in your uh, electronics. Uh, Trace even mentioned air conditioning units and destroying them. And uh, I think uh, Warren was talking about a big old building where they were a three-story, I think, or something, yeah, and they weren't. They accumulated on the roof. On the roof, yeah. So uh, if you're having problems, that gives you the idea to the extent that Warren and Spider-Man Pest Control go to to find the place of origin for these and make sure they stop coming in. I mean, they can kill them. Anybody can kill them, but they may help you make sure they don't come back. So uh, if you've got a, a hankering for a good pest control company and you want to get rid of those bugs, uh, those roaches, those fleas, those scorpions, those mice, Spider-Man, termite, and pest control. Call Call them at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or GoSpidermanPest.com, GoSpidermanPest.com. James is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi there, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh, pretty good. I just put another log on the, on the fire here, got my feet up. How y'all doing? How many logs you got? <laughs> oh, I got whole got plenty full of logs. Okay, I was just curious. Uh, are you guys out on, on the porch? Um, no, we're close. <laughs> we're close to the porch. We can see the porch from where we are. Yeah, does that count? Yeah, the, the insulated wall in between us. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there you go. Well, I was yeah, the wind, the, the fronts come through here. And the wind's blowing pretty hard. Yeah, I was thinking you might you might be uh, inside on a day like this. Yeah, we are. Hey, one What's of my garden on? friends called and uh, wanted to cover some small citrus trees with black plastic trash bags. And I said, "Well, I don't think that's recommended." And he said, "Why not? Why not?" And I said, "I don't know." Why don't you recommend uh, covering with plastic, you guys, uh, the citrus trees? Well, because the the problem problem is uh, it it retains moisture. Uh, I mean, it retains uh, heat if you got an external heat source. But if you don't, it also uh, retains coal, so it traps coal mm. under there. And so, uh, and every, everywhere that plastic touches, it burns the leaves. Cause yeah, it, that's uh, what I told him, but I didn't know that it it kept the cold in. Yeah, it keeps the cold in. And then the, the problem is, if, if we have a real cold night and you don't have an external heat source and the plants kind of semi-freeze, then the sun comes out. The next morning, usually, you know, the the weather our weather forecaster says that uh, it's going to clear up. So that means in the early morning, when the sun comes up through that plastic, the sun comes through that plastic, it'll heat it up too hot. Now the black, the clear plastic is probably worse than the black plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, well, he didn't want to drag out the frost cloth, and I said, hey, you might want to go ahead and do that because uh, I've heard nothing but bad news about that plastic business. Well, yeah. If you, if you got an external heat source, I think it's uh, plastic is all right to use. And, and is it, what a lot of people do is use that frost cloth in con- that comes in contact with the leaves and then put the plastic over the frost cloth. That's or what so I've been burn, told. So it, won't, so it won't burn the leaves. That's exactly what I was told. And I mentioned that to him, uh, that it's okay to use the plastic on top of the frost cloth. Right, yeah. And uh, I think the plastic works very well as a tent, especially if you can op- open it up that, that morning, morning yeah. yeah, so that the, the air, air can move one direction or in or right. out as right. necessary. Calvin, my advice was just get all those small uh, citrus trees, get all the pots together, and round them up and cover them up with uh, with the frost cloth. And you guys yeah. mentioned that it needs to go to the ground because that it might pick up a little heat that way. Right. Frost. Well, what's you what you got in the pots? I don't know. A little uh, a five foot tall citrus trees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a no, no small task. Moving a, <laughs> a five foot uh, tall lemon lemon tree that's in a half whiskey barrel, mm. and of course those those uh, half whiskey barrels. As much as I'd love for them to uh, to hold together and be sturdy forever, yeah, you know, four or five years, they're they get a little loose. They're fragile, yeah. So it's. But uh, the you know the good news is too that they they are dwarfed in there, so you you only have to protect five or six feet rather than like Jerry's trying to protect on a satsuma that's as as tall as the house almost. Yeah. So, but but you know you just uh, do the best. I I don't, I don't think the I'm not knock on wood here, but I don't think this this particular freeze is going to be. The kind of threat that that November, that November fourteenth thing was, I think if a person will do pretty well if they just get some cloth on there or blanket or something. Yeah, if they if they got them in containers, or if you got your plants in containers, put them up next to the house so they can get the warmth of the house. If you can move them. Yeah. Yeah, Calvin, those. Uh Brown turkey figs I got are big plants. I got seven or eight of them planted in a row, and I use them to cut for cuttings to grow uh, new plants. And that they were growing really well in November. We had had all that rain, and they were had uh, they had real green leaves, real soft with all the water, and uh, they had fruit on them. And that uh, that freeze hammered them. Man, it froze them almost not to the ground, but it hit them real hard. Yeah, they were if, so so hydrated with all that rain we were having. That yeah, well the true the true brown turkey has the ability uh, to produce if it freezes down to produce fruit that first season. The true brown turkey. I wouldn't. I mean, I think most of the figs are showing uh, leaf. The leaves are trying to break out of oh, the buds, yeah. so I think there'll be a little damage, but not not severe damage from this thirty degrees, unless Milton keeps letting it get 
colder and colder. Yeah, now that it's going down to the. So what are they? What are they saying for the hill country? No, I don't know. That uh, I mean, that's that's where the serious problem. Well, let's see. Give me give me a city, and I'll type it in. And which Fredericksburg? Okay, hang on. Let me look. <laughs> well, that's what uh, Judy, my wife, said that she was uh, up there with her brothers visiting from South Africa, and they were in, up in the uh, orchard area, and the, everything was blooming. And she said, "Oh, yeah." Isn't that that's a little scary, isn't it? <laughs> For them, because uh, what are they? They some places they could have. All right, Fredericks- five degrees less. Oh, Fredericksburg yeah. weather high today near forty-three. Oh Lord! Mostly clear tonight with a low around twenty-two. <gasps> mm. Yo. <laughs> Thank you for that, James. That's good. That helps. Well, we got another one coming up. You ready? Uh, Monday, mostly uh, cloudy, high near thirty-four in Fredericksburg. Partly cloudy Monday night with a with a low around twenty-two. Yeah, uh, it's a twenty-two. Yep, and then yeah. Tuesday night a low around twenty-seven. Oh, good. Warm and then, yeah, Friday it doesn't really warm up until Wednesday, and then Friday the high is near 76. That's bad. Trials and tribulations of being a uh, uh, horticulturist or a, a farmer. Yeah. yeah, that's what I tell people when they pay those high prices for peaches. Uh, when we do have a crop, uh, they've had several years that they didn't have a crop. So they've got to yeah. kind of make up for it. I got one more question for you guys. Jerry? Okay. We're, we're ready. Yeah. Okay, these are, I'm all surrounded by one-gallon tomato plants here. They're all inside uh, hanging Good. out by the stove. Um, I've really had to baby them this year because it's been so, the weather's been so weird. Yeah. Um, should I? If they've got little blooms on them, they're in one gallons. They're about two foot tall. Should I start picking the blooms off of them, or just forget about that and let them go? Uh, you you don't have to pick the blooms off, but you if they have fruit, if they said fruit, uh, I was taught that uh, that you never let a tomato fruit in a in a gallon size container. Okay. Have a lot of fruit. That's where yeah, potting up is sometimes is a challenge. Yeah, yeah. If you get a little ahead of yourself and mm-hmm. it's uh, ready to set fruit, and you've got your garden is still this kind of weather out there. Yeah, that's tough. I w- if it sets fruit, I would take the fruit off. Okay, they all right. Marble, well, before they get marble size. So there you'll be sitting by your f- stove at least pulling those tomatoes. There you go. Uh, maybe maybe we could. Get some ripe tomatoes that way. I don't know. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm surrounded by 95 one-gallon tomato plants. All right. And um, they're as scared of this cold weather as I am, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you got them out of the wind. That's the important thing. Yeah, we were talking about that at church today. Uh, that's that's get some, man. Okay, yeah, well, that, thanks for an- answering all my you, questions, James. guys. You thanks take care. Thanks for calling in. All right. Bye, James. Take care. Tell us how the planting goes on the 6th. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Is he going to plant him on the 6th? No, he's, gonna, he's, he's our moon planting guy. So he was planting, 
Oh, now I'm trying to remember. Oh, different cucumbers and yeah. cantaloupe. Okay. Yeah, oh. the cantaloupe. Yeah, we mentioned that, too. Okay, I guess he he's planting them inside. Huh? Yeah. yeah no. Then, well, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. Cause Cause I, I yeah, that. they won't be too happy with that. No matter that what the soil, moon does? Soil and, yeah, and the that, that cucumber and stuff will really burn in the wind. Mm. The leaves burn off. Hey, and anybody out in the, in the audience, uh, let us know if you've... Uh, seen any martins uh we we had them uh yeah cu- a couple of days ago i didn't see any yesterday but uh hopefully uh they're all over town but uh give us a report if you got one even let us know if you haven't seen them and uh you're uh surprised you haven't because they're probably they're... trying to fly up from the south and they're <laughs> the north wind. well this is a real challenge challenge for them when they get here and uh they're not much insect uh, action out there, yeah, yeah. flying. Um, certainly no mosquitoes and not not many moths and butterflies. I haven't seen any dragonflies either. No. So so we'll take Martin reports at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Blue bonnet reports. I saw some more blue bonnets and they were a dark blue. Right. Oh man, and it could again be just it was overcast mm. and it made them look darker. But they look the best time to take pictures. Oh, I'll have to take some and send them to you. When they were overcast. pretty. Um, yeah, so they're and we got Bill uh, Billy's poppy report. Yeah, poppy report. Billy and um, Evelyn also also uh, had their poppies are coming up. Oh God, Dorothy's Dorothy's poppies are just spectacular. Really? Yeah, very tall, red. Um, Opium poppies. I don't think she's. We ought to. Her. We ought to get her. To, we ought to get a picture out there. Yeah, in the poppies. Oh, there, that'd be cool. Several do exist, but they would be yeah. good to get a new one. Yeah. I got. I got a picture of her under her angel trumpet. Uh, so, yeah, we probably ought to come over there and if you, take a picture of her in the poppies. Oh, she'd love that. If you drove uh, to the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental um, show, uh, tell us what you saw blooming along uh, the road to to, uh, Floresville. And tell us how the event went. Yeah. So 210-308-8867. Let's see. So Martins and Blue Bonnets and what else? We need reports on. We'll take poppy reports, especially the maroon poppy. If you've got one, want to know what it's doing. Is you're doing anything? Not blooming. Mine, the foliage looks good, but it's not blooming yeah, yet. The yeah, the foliage is getting stronger, but nothing's happening. I keep expecting uh, the poppies in the rest of my yard to start blooming. The blue curl that uh, is turning into one of my favorite butterfly plants, and it's a it's a wildflower, and uh, I've encouraged it for the last couple of years. Now it's everywhere. Now that's an issue, which mm-hmm. we've recognized Jerry and all the work he's done on wildflowers. One of the factors is that you got to put up with, you got to let the like the poppies grow to get a good size there, and it's not like a big a, weed. Yeah, and then there's other weeds right close. Yeah, and, and if it's a big area, hand we hand weeding is not the action. And then of course after they're done blooming, you also want to. Wait until those seeds can mature and be dropped. Yeah. So it's always always a challenge. You, the three weeks when they're beautiful with the blooms mm-hmm. is the, a small part of their life cycle. So. 
And like I always let, uh, kid John Thomas about his uh, 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 California poppies uh, are uh, those red poppies are the little red ones? Fla- flanders. Oh. Fla- flanders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flanders poppy. The California, the little golden ones. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, the, those are the big red ones. And uh, I go up there and the, all the paddles on a high wind like this, those petals, if they're if they're flowered in a red ripe to condition, those petals will blow across the road there, 290. So I always think John is uh, throwing flower petals in, uh, <laughs> Just to, for me coming to up. welcome oh. you. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. John, <laughs> is that the same John we know? Yeah, yeah. But I've been told. I don't think so. I've been told that that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> Pam is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Pam. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? We're doing. I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. Enjoying the show, like millions others. Uh, thank you. I heard you ask about Martins, and I've had Martins for years and years and years, and uh, you can just, without seeing them, you can hear them. Uh, mm-hmm. when you're, you, anyway, uh, let's see, about, like you, about four days ago, I heard a couple up in the sky and saw a glimpse of one, so, uh, but they're out of here now, it was just, a, so I just, you ask if if uh, uh-huh. people call in, and it was, we're on in Canyon Lake on 306. Uh, okay, side. good. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. north of town, too. So they, yeah. that, that's kind of consistent with my thinking that they're probably all through the community now. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but what are they, what's your theory on what they're doing to keep themselves fed and warm in this kind of weather? Oh, I don't know. My daddy, who's gone now, used to be a member of the Purple Martin Association, and I he had his books that they he would get. And I know in some areas they'd either get the mealworms or one one particular issue years back uh, had uh, people would uh, help try to save them and and um, uh, put uh, scrambled eggs out for them in trays. You know they oh. they sell those trays. You've probably seen the craze, uh-huh. Uh, but anyway. That's, that's, that's probably a good idea. I've seen them, I mean, uh, when you get see them through the years, they spend uh-huh. a lot of time in the early spring on the ground. So yes, they, they uh, uh-huh. yeah, you know, so they're look, looking for insects, I guess, seeds, and looking for building material for their nest. I was going to say what I experienced, because we have three different houses, and I've had the Martins for years and years, and this is, something else I wanted to mention to you. Um, they would be down getting their little nesting material and um, uh, leaves. Out here, the oak leaves, they like the oak leaves. I used to get the, uh, because they like the, and you can buy it too, the pine needles. And after I cleaned my houses out, I would just go ahead and help them out and put, put some of the pine needles in there. But uh, they manage, you know, when they get the little mud. Uh, and Anyway. Uh, but over the last two years, we've had no Martins, and we've had three houses full of Martins. I know they're in the area, and the only thing that we had a neighbor, he saw a um, hawk catch one in air, and I, that's the only reason I can figure. It's really been distressing because I love them so much, and uh, even had them, 
even record them and you know, have videos of them. Oh, but, how cool. Uh, yeah, but I can't imagine um, any other reason. I know, uh, you know, sometimes if you have a problem in some areas with owls, they even have the owl guards that you can put up. But the only thing we have seen, and, and that is hawks in the trees, and that's the only thing I can t- contribute. I have uh-huh. the snake baffles on mine and everything because, you know, you got to do everything you can to want There's the snake. There's no, uh, your trees haven't grown up and kind of closed no. up those, those you know, uh, gliding lanes, have they? No, and that's interesting you should say that because uh, that is uh, something is a real concern. However... I also find it interesting in New Brunswick, behind the courthouse, there was this um, one of the banks, a little teller where you drive in. You don't go into the bank. It's just where you make your deposits at the little windows. And there was this old house next door with all these huge pecan trees, and they had the houses right next underneath the trees, and they were loaded with martens. So, uh, you know, it's interesting, you know, uh, they say having it out in the open, which ours Ours are in the open, but it's just, they just disappeared. I was just wondering if you had anybody did you ha- else. Did you have sparrows in there? Oh, yes. And I'm Malcolm Beck. I went over to his place and I saw his little sparrow catcher and I ordered one. And we even <laughs> made our own. Yeah. But you know, long my theory on the sparrows is until the Martins come in, which. Uh, is take a, which is the easiest way to do it instead of I used to try to block the doors you know get them where they didn't want to go in and uh, start nesting too early before the martins could come in and fight for the nest but um, I would just put a, a, a clothespin over the door and so it's real easy to when you take your house up and down you can remove it and when you hear them in the sky you you get those off and but the sparrows, I just, what I would do when, when knowing that they were coming in, the, the martins, and hadn't all gotten there yet, when the little sparrows would want to go in and start building, I just let my my house down and pull all their, their nesting out. And then once the martins got there, yes, it's okay. They'll, they'll take care of controlling the sparrows. And then just uh, usually uh, each house would have just one nest of sparrows. You have yeah, to work at it, but, uh, yeah. And that, that uh, theory you have about, you know, that story about the old house in the middle of the pecans, too, it's kind of consistent. Uh, I put up uh, three new houses last year because I was worried about my trees kind of moving uh-huh. in on the old houses. But, of course, they picked the old houses, <laughs> and the, all I got was sparrows in the new houses. Uh, they, yes. they didn't seem to be anything interested in the it's in the very very interesting and they say of course they come back every year to their their play i don't know what's happened here i just don't know my daddy was right around the corner and he even had gourds and they're they're still over at his house but they i think the hawks have been a problem because i've seen the hawks on the ground um you know i think we've seen them in the trees so i don't know what to do about the hawks that is almost an impossible chore yeah so some some we got hawks are pretty common in my neighborhood and uh-huh. that, that that hasn't been a a factor. The white winged doves are more of a target. Seem to be more of a target for our hawks than than the martins. But uh, yeah, that'll be inter- That's interesting. Maybe, my, maybe my, confer with your old yeah. your dad's old club club members to see what <laughs> you know, their theories are. A, 
you know, I, I need to, they're up in Pennsylvania, and I do need to call and find out. And uh, But, uh, yeah. Okay, well, I just thought we'd well, let you know we've spotted the yeah. scouts Great, and, cool, you know, thank you. Even if I don't get them anymore, which it just breaks my heart, I've had them for so many years. And, you know, uh, that, well, actually, when we were a little girl, I was a little girl, my daddy had the houses in Houston, and uh, so I just love them. And then all of a sudden disappear, but at least I get to see them in the air and hear them. And that's, of course, better than nothing, but uh, yeah. I just love my the qu- Mark. My question is, did the sparrows, are the sparrows back? Oh, yes, they're coming back. You know, we, we're we big bird feeders. And, you know, uh, we, I mean, we, uh, are they getting in the houses? Uh, well, they're wanting to, to try, so I'm going to take them back down. When I heard the, the scouts, I had the houses down, so I was uh, I, I put them back up real quick. But I'm going to okay. put the clothes. I'm going to put them back up and put put up the clothes pins up. The best Jerry, thing is to try to block them off, even sitting on the uh, stoop. You know, Jerry's I, theory I, is that the sparrows are the villains. <laughs> yeah, I, w- well, I was just I was just thinking if it's a hawk, yeah, the sparrows would be affected too. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, sparrows right. are generally easier pickings yeah. than, than a martin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have so many birds here because we feed consistently, and I do my own suet and you know the whole thing. You know, so we just you know anyway. So much for that. I just thought I'd let you know they're they're. Sounds here. great. Thank you. Thank you very much for the report. Hey, uh, anything? Any other other developments occur? Like they do show up. Yeah, call, tell yeah, us. Yeah, let us let us know what's happening. Keep us okay. informed. I, I surely will, and thank y'all, and everybody enjoys y'all so much, and thank y'all for being there. Thank, thank you. you. You take care, Pam. That's sweet. Uh-huh. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Purple Martin reports, Blue Bonnet reports, we'll take all those. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information, you can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's MillburgerNursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to MillburgerNursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road or check them out at millburgernursery.com. Bill Wombley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Del Wombley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. The Del Wamsley Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? 
Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Investment advisory and insurance services are offered through Pax Financial Group. This is Larry Elder, and I'd like you to imagine transitioning into retirement knowing that you will not outlive your money, knowing that you'll have time to spend with your grandchildren, and knowing you'll end up leaving this world better than you found it. The team at Pax Financial Group knows retirement is more than just your investments. It is your life. And that is why Pax Financial Group uses a process called Pivot Retirement Planning that specifically focuses on helping us in middle America have an effective transition into the next chapter of life. Don't leave town. Retire right here in San Antonio. And with a final thought, I pivot to the CEO of Pax Financial Group, Daryl Lyons. When I was in D.C. and met with Larry, we both knew there aren't any breaks coming from Washington. We at Pax Financial Group do want to help you pivot like we have for so many. Call us today and learn more at PaxFinancialGroup.com. Pax Financial Group, investing in your life. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Go right to the phone lines now before we get you caught up with the news and talk to Greg. The 210-308-8867. Greg, give us a call back. We lost you, man. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or better yet, Greg, wait till after the news and we'll get you caught up then. If you want more bird information, yeah, on March the 9th, that's next Saturday, uh, the Calvin's going to be over at the Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, 14602 Hubner Road. Wait a minute, that's not where our man is, is it? Yeah, it's Bill. Is that Bill? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hubner Road? Hubner, yeah. Hubner and Northwest Military. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 14602 Hubner Road. 
Uh, Kevin will present a free program covering the topics of attracting birds to your landscape. It starts at uh, 10 a.m. So uh, you got a chance to to bring your bird birding questions to uh, to two experts over there. Well, and it's great uh, great conversation that we have too because all these people in the audience quite often are. Inter- inter- like uh, like Pam interested yeah. in the topics, it's probably a good idea to call ahead and have them reserve a spot for you. And, the, and that number is two one zero four seven nine two four seven three. Calvin will also on the uh, last weekend of the big anniversary celebration, which is. Uh, Millburgers celebrating its 41st anniversary, the 20th through April 1st. On the 31st, Calvin and Mary will be presenting. I think you'll be helping Mary, uh, but probably not presenting. But it's all about birds. Yeah, so it's, we'll have another presentation. I know you here brought then. that up before. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I got some, I got some <laughs> did clarity. You get, did, you, did you get the revised uh, schedule? Of, I do. I know Jerry had one, yeah. that was. I got I got two. I'll give you one, Calvin. Oh, yeah. I got I got I got. Oh, a, you got one. Yeah, I was just wondering if Milton's uh, was the up to date one. Oh, are you, is it that up to date? Am I right or no? Um, the one the one I got was not as de- definitive as this. Oh, okay. Here. You're talking about didn't mention names, but I'll, well, okay. We'll, we certainly have to check that out and, and verify it. We'll verify. It. <laughs> but I think <laughs> Jerry is just, Jerry. Yeah, I'm surprised Jerry isn't. Uh, uh. <laughs> Jerry and I used to do that to each other. Or quite o- quite often when, <laughs> when we were both given lots and lots of programs, uh, sometimes it, you know we double schedule. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I'd have to call Jerry. I forget. J- yeah, Jerry. I was trying to remember. Is Jerry mad at me now? Or uh. yeah. <laughs> hey, what's it's a chance you'd fill in for me? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, he sent me out. He sent me out to Floridville to talk to him about. About uh, grass birds, Milton. Oh, God! They had they had That's good refreshments, cruel. but uh, garden gardening Floresville style. I think yeah, it was called. they had plenty of. Uh, and, and when I got up to speak, I told them, I said, "Okay, the ground rules is we're not going to talk about uh, grass birds or anything like that." And they said, so what did you come for? <laughs> That's all they want to talk about. Grant. Yeah. They got plenty to talk Gof- about. Gophers. 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 That's what it was. Yeah. Grant no. Bird and Gophers. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. When we come back, we'll discuss some of the sale items here at Mill Burgers. We'll talk more gardening with you. Uh, but give us a call and be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. More with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is The Answer. Breaking news, stimulating talk. This is 930 AM, The Answer, KLUP, Terrell Hills, San Antonio. This is 930 AM, The Answer. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Michael Harrington. The chairman of the House Committee in Charge of Impeachment, New York Democrat Gerald Nadler, says the panel will request documents tomorrow from more than 60 people from the Trump administration. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California says it's another witch hunt. 
In this process to be impeached, show me where the president did anything to be impeached. The other thing you have to find is, listen to what Nadler said. Nadler is setting the framework now that the Democrats are not to believe the Mueller report. He was a guest on ABC TV's This Week program. In a tweet this morning, President Trump said, quote, I am an innocent man being persecuted by some very bad, conflicted, and corrupt people only because I won the election. All quiet along the disputed boundary in divided Kashmir today, the first lull since a dangerous escalation between Pakistan and India erupted last week, bringing the two nuclear-armed foes close to all-out war. SRN military analyst Robert McGinnis says scuffles between these two countries are further complicated by Pakistan's growing reliance on Chinese military support. The Indians see Pakistan at the same time as a growing ally of China. In fact, China is building uh, a large port facility on uh, Pakistani terrain to the due northwest of India. In response, India is building its own new naval port near the Iranian entrance to the Persian Gulf. The U.S. and South Korea offering an olive branch to North Korea. They've called off springtime military exercises that the North has always viewed as an invasion rehearsal. A sleek American-built space capsule with a test dummy aboard docked smoothly with the International Space Station this morning. The flight of the Dragon capsule represents a big step forward toward putting the U.S. back in the business of launching astronauts. More on these stories at townhall.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and you can give us a call and be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. A lot of action out there in the Yeah, lots of folks uh, shopping, making me feel guilty for... Uh, I was... Yeah, I mean... The, oh, you were talking about the moving stuff in. No, the, the, the customers out yeah. there, the plants. I was thinking that what we might see would be lots of uh, insulate and yeah. uh, blankets and things like that. And that is, in fact, uh, supply is good here at Millburgers if you need that stuff. But uh, folks are out there, too, getting plants, even, hey, some, even tomato plants. Some of the things that are on sale through tomorrow, I'll just let you know here, and that's uh, Whopper Begonias are on sale in the four-and-a-half-inch pot for uh, two forty-eight. dollars uh, Wax Leaf Begonias. Blah. Wax leaf begonias are on sale in the four-inch pot for ninety-eight cents each. Geraniums, and they're awful pretty, on the six-inch pot for forty-eight. Geranium hanging baskets are in the ten-inch pot or twelve eighty-eight. Lantana on sale for forty-eight. Knockout roses, two-gallon containers, on sale for sixteen eighty-eight. As well as mountain laurels on sale and the uh, Nature's Creation organic compost with mycorrhizal fungi. Six eighty-eight. Wow. Yeah. So, what kind of fun, guy? Microrazzle. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get you to say it one more time. Okay. Yeah, it's fun to say. <laughs> as much fun to say as it is to buy. And things that are not on on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, that people like uh, cannas. Yeah, they I, said I, pretty I ones. Through the can. Yeah, aren't those pretty colors? Yeah. So they yeah. got those out of Florida, and they've. Uh, I don't know if they're 
uh, smaller cannons, in other words, semi-dwarf. Some some are uh, large, and some are small. It looks like I didn't. Oh, it, I didn't yeah. look at the tag. But the, yeah, because y'all you don't. The colors are so spectacular that you don't look at the size of leaves and everything like you might normally do that to you. But and there's another thing I spotted out there was Grandma's yellow rose. They oh. got some pretty, pretty Grandma's yellow rose. So. Uh, uh, if you want the want the yellow rose, and you want uh, Grandma's yellow is the best yellow rose. Uh, In terms you better, of you better, good, good color flowers and length of bloom, but also ease of care. Yeah, that's, that's the ease of care, disease resistance. Yeah, that's why it, it will it will get brown spot and and bad in in bad weather, but uh, it lives through it. Like uh, like the old fashioned do. How well, is uh, have, we, have we gotten Milton's rose report lately? Yeah, I think he's gone through one rose bloom. Yeah, we trimmed them back down again. Took about a third off. So okay, good. Laura went after him, but the yellow rose is we just had the one bloom, so we're hoping for more. Yeah, but it's growing, which it wasn't doing before. Got a lot of leaves on it. Yeah, I'll take a picture and send it That's to you. That's important. Good. A lot of leaves on it, uh, some red, you know, so some a little bit of new growth. But mm-hmm. it, uh, yeah, it's coming well, back. Well, the, these out here that they got for sale, I didn't look at the price, but uh, are full of full of new leaves. Are they cool? Yeah, full of new leaves, and uh, but there's only about uh, twenty five, maybe. Okay, twenty five out there, and. Uh, so if you want one, their their regular roses will be in probably in a week or two. They and, got a uh, got yeah. a fair supply of uh, yeah. knockouts. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of lots of the old fashioned roses. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about roses, we mentioned Calvin's presentation during the uh, anniversary celebration. Uh, also, the first week, uh, the San Antonio Rose Society will be here as well, um, and I think that's the Saturday. First week of what? Uh, the first week of the anniversary celebration. Oh, oh okay. Which is uh, it's in March twenty third. No, no, no. It's March twenty third. Okay. And that's going to be answers to your rose questions. They'll be here. The thirtieth is a blood drive, by the way, um, and we'll tell you more about that as it gets closer. Uh, David Rodriguez will be here on the sixteenth to talk about your family's spring vegetable garden. So go to millburgernursery dot com to get more details. Millburgernursery dot com. Uh oh, Trace is up here with us. What's going on, man? You've been busy. Wow, he's, he's exhausted. Wow, we're just getting ready. Yeah, but a lot of customers out there too. There, there are. Now we're we're looking to try to see if it was all uh, insulate and blankets and things, but it wasn't. It's it was not a lot of plants. A little yeah. bit of it, but lots of plants, lots of hardy uh, shrubs, fruit trees, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So. What were we asking about? Something. Uh, oh, how many? How much the uh, grandma's yellow roses are? I've sold several today, so oh, good. I need to go recount. Okay, so I don't have a good number for you. But the price? No, no. The, do you remember the price off the top uh, of your head? They were I want to say thirty. Okay, at about well, tw- well, at about twenty five out there. Okay, okay. Uh, there, there was a few. Yeah, yeah. They're, so, in, a, they're in a bunch. We'll get you the price in just a second. But those might be ones that you want to call in. If you're hunkered down today and tomorrow, you may want to call in and just say, okay, put aside some for it's me. It's definitely a limited number. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is the extent of my booking. So I'm, 
won't be able to get more anytime oh. soon, I don't think. So this may not be a good time to delay and wait. This may be a <laughs> right. good time just to get on the and, phone and say, hey, 4920-497-3760, and just say, hey, I want one of those Grandma's Yellow. How much are they? And uh, then just make the deal. Yep, yep, yep. And I, I just saw an, an article that Jerry had out talking about Agarita. If no. I'd, if I'd have known that, it, that might have been a good plant of the weekend as well. Oh. Maybe, maybe next week. Okay. But we got it here, huh? We do. Oh, you bet. Yeah. There's lots of uh, parents out there that want to plant it below their kids' windows. Oh. So that they so that they, they don't get, if they try to sneak in or out, they get stuck by this. You uh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> by the thorns. Uh, That's me. Well, it's, it's, it's a good native plant, too. And, uh, and the, berry, the berries are good for useful. jelly. Yeah. Yeah, if the birds let you get them. Well, that's true, too. Well, is it time to talk about this week's? Sure. All right. It's time for the plant, plant of the, the weekend. weekend. <laughs> okay, so uh, Jerusalem sage. This mm-hmm. is a, a type of salvia that's, that's really cool looking. It's got grayish foliage, kind of like, uh, like Dusty Miller to an extent. And these beautiful yellow flowers. Uh, we talked a little bit yesterday about being a butterfly attracting plant. Uh, great perennial. Uh, fairly low water consumption. In fact, the ones you see mostly are out in non-irrigated situations. Yeah, good zero escape plant for sure. Uh, and it's deer resistant. So it's got multi-uses. Uh, and it's hard to come by. So last year we, we had lots of requests and we couldn't find them. And so now we've got these, and they're thirty-four ninety-nine in bloom on a five-gallon can, uh, and there was just a handful of gallons left as well. Okay. So these may be another one where you want to call in and just... I would definitely decide. call in. 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. Now, uh, we, yeah. we did get more of those tumbling toms in, too. Yeah, that was the, last week. Yeah, we t- they, that, the that, went over, that went over well, yes. Yeah, the, they were gone by the time we finished the show. They were, and so, so now i got more. So okay. if, you, if you came by last week and didn't get one, uh, we've got plenty. We'll talk about Tom. Tom, yep, tumbling Tom. Talk about tumbling Tom. So it's a tomato that is grown in areas where you have limited space. So it can actually be hung in a hanging basket because they come in a hanging basket. And uh, and you can grow it downward. Mm-hmm. That's the best, uh, best description of it. So it weeps over the there, hanging. There you okay. Go. So it actually would be a really cool one for one of those uh, upside down tomato holders, but they're a little bit bigger than than that thing would hold. Yeah. So um, we have some more of those. Now they're going to be protected. They are already in the greenhouse. Are they already in the greenhouse? Okay. <laughs> Um, the wind's picked up a little bit. Oh, yeah. that's Yeah, it came in early. It, it seemed to. The, Did you tell the people that bought them that they could divide them into three <laughs> three plants? That would go against my nature. Uh, <laughs> but Jerry was happy each, to... Each pot has three plants. Each uh, basket has three plants. There's no button. I got no button. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So well, you have to. They're not four, on sale. We just want four, you to be happy. For best results, I would leave them alone. Okay. Oh, no, no. No way. You know how he'll get vengeance. Separ- separate them and uh, put Osmo code in that mycorrhiza potting mix and go to it. He's going to, Jerry, I mean, Trace will get. Uh, uh, Mark oh, Peterson's coming. Yeah, that, there's. 
Uh, but he'll lock the door. We'll, when next time it's cold weather, we'll have to be out there on yeah on the porch. And oh, I with see. With the customers, yeah. <laughs> I've thought about that before. Yeah, <laughs> but y'all figure out a way in. <laughs> just through the window. Yeah. Pretend we don't see them there. That's just right. ignore them. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. And we got the speaking of Mark and trees and pruning. The seminars coming up next we, Saturday. We do, and uh, so that'll be a nice one. We'll have a gentleman out from Davies Tree Service and. He's going to be talking about trimming, what to trim, when to trim it, what needs to be uh, sealed, what doesn't, and uh, it ought to be a good show. Very cool. So that's going to be next Saturday, 1030 to noon, uh, free. Uh, he said, you know, said he was very clear, this is not some PowerPoint demonstration. You're going to get to see what's going on. You know what they can it's also good. look at when they're coming out here, uh, that the certified butterfly garden is getting a little mm-hmm. real good. Yeah, it's just starting. We'll see, yeah. we'll see what it looks like uh, come Wednesday. But, uh, right and now you it looks can, good. as you uh, come to Millburgers on a regular basis, you'll kind of see the transition of the plants. Uh, now the the winter annuals are, are kind of dominating, but, you know, soon there'll be mist flower and then there'll be milkweed. Well, the milkweeds are starting a little bit in there, and uh, Jerry's uh, horse herb and... Uh, so it's worthwhile when you uh, make your visit uh, just to check out that uh, certified and, butterfly and garden. And I'm going to use that as a segue for Mark to come over here. A lot of those plants in the in the certified butterfly garden are uh, on the packages that they're they're promoting right now. So, oh, uh, good. Who's promoting? Saws? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so it just happens that Mark Peterson with. What a coincidence. I mean, he's just coming in like a moth to a light. <laughs> so we had our, our our package bed already set up, uh, similar to what we had last year. Oh, that was a great a idea. That worked out really well. Um, so we went ahead and did that, although we've just now moved a few of the plants away to cover. But uh, uh, anyway, we'll let Mark talk about it. You want to throw the mic to Mark? Yeah. Don't literally throw it. But yes, well, it'd be a long throw, yeah. and it'd be like a fishing pole. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mark Peterson. Uh, Bob, should we have the music? The yeah, we need we need Mark Peterson music. Uh. <laughs> 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 All right. There we go. And that's why we love him. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Al. Go ahead. Your winter is coming. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's already yeah. here, I think. I Thank you, know. Game of Thrones guy. <laughs> um, as Trace said, uh, right now the Saws Water Saver Landscape coupon is now in effect. And as um, like last year, Millburgers had a great display of all the permitted plants. And we want to encourage everyone to go online and apply for the coupon. And then come over here to Millburgers to redeem that coupon. Mm-hmm. It's $100 off. Uh, required 15 plants. You can always buy more, and we heartily encourage that, both Trace and I. Uh, then you get the $100 off the coupon. Coupon off. The, the How about the complimentary, supplementary kind of things like last year was? Didn't you have some mulch and compost and things like that? Or Well, once you are... Once you've finished, we require a photo of your finished installation. At that time, if we approve it, then you get a $50 coupon. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, you get mulch, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and it doesn't have to be covered with mulch. And so we kind of like saying, get the plants in the ground or the patio scape and then apply for uh-huh. the mulch. 
Good. I'm getting more and more. Uh, so I, I like uh, dealing with mulch in the, the bags. Mm-hmm. You know, I got I've got piles of it, and but a lot of people it's more efficient to have piled, but uh, just easier. You know, you can kind of time. You know, do part of the garden, and then you. Don't have to it's, do everything at once. And well, it's uh, last week when you weren't here. We had a lot of questions about mulch, and I, I freely admitted that I'm getting lazier, and so I have the living mulch. I always get bags of living mulch, um, and so that's the combination of mulch and compost. Yeah, and I really like that because I think that really benefits the the beds. Well, and then that makes sense to you because you just put the new mulch every year on top, and they just just like yeah. nature. Right? Yeah. Yeah, rather than being very specific, putting one inch of compost, then one and a half inches of mulch, ah, just put two inches of mm-hmm. living compost or living mulch. Yeah, that's what Jerry and I have been recommending for a few years now. Just well, get, well not on mulch and compost, getting your garden ready, even your new tomato garden ready. Two inches of compost every year is not too much, and then all the nitrogen source too, the fertilizer, ten cups of. Um, slow release lawn fertilizer makes a good good place to start the garden yeah i'm glad mark dropped by you know he he uh he filled in for you while you were off running around somewhere all the state <laughs> and uh one one great thing that he did uh, i think is the only great thing he did was describe the symptoms of an oak wilt leaf and he did it very good. I don't know if he can do it twice in a row. But uh, Neil Sperry had a, uh, a question, and uh, we've, we've been getting a lot of that, too. Uh, why are my, oak leaf, uh, I, my live oaks losing their leaves, losing all their leaves? Is this oak wilt? And Neil says, important thing, first, this is not oak wilt. Symptoms of the disease are completely different. So uh, an oak, we- uh, oak wilt infected leaf is is different than a than a regular leaf that'll fall off at this time of year. Yeah, at this time of year, I said I might be in a little bit more grumpier than Neil done. Yeah. No, it's it's a result of mid March. Right. Yeah. Live oaks lose their leaf in mid March. So we're not there yet, but it, what have we been saying for the last two weeks? Yeah. Everything's early. Yeah. yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. My neighborhood. Uh, Live oak leaves, or a lot of them have fallen. Yeah. Real quickly, uh, another reason I came in, just to remind everybody that next week is South Spring Bloom. Mm, okay. And so that's at the headquarters there at 2800 U.S. Highway 281. And uh, it's a free event, free parking. Plant sales. A plant, uh, yeah, one free plant per adult and free advice. And then we have lots of, of the nonprofits in here, here in town uh, selling some. What are, what plant are have you designated the plants they will choose from? You know, he just never listens to the show. <laughs> yes, we have Mystic Spires. We Ooh, have that's cool. We have the rosemary, the one that David loves, uh, that you can make barbecues out of, barbecue skewers, uh-huh. and the Turks cap and trim plant. Well, that's a good choice. So yeah, I have two, two shade, two summer, two sun. Yeah, two ten, two relatively large plants. Yeah, I looked at Peterson's. Um, the Mystic Spares are, are really 
little coming on. They're they're, they're large and the flowers are nice blue. blue. That's yeah. a blue color. That's a Texas superstar. Yes. So David reminds me every time oh. he asks me, he says, which one are you going to get? I'm going to get Miss Expires. And he goes, well, that's Superstar. Uh, I know. I'm, I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Will you describe an oak leaf? Oak All right. Leaf real leaf? simple. Okay. If, if, you, if it is oak wilt, the leaves of the live oak, the veins uh, on the leaf will be an orange or yellow color. And the rest will be a, a green or, or light green color, even when it falls off the tree. Yeah. There'll be discoloration. It'll be dark brown and light brown. And the key, the veins. The it's the veins. The, the veins. veins. the veins are, yes. Oh, wow. As, as Trace Ooh. points out, a <laughs> lovely picture of that. Well, that's yes. pretty distinct. Whoa, so, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah. Mark, vein- do, you, do you remember, well, I don't know how long That's very distinct. Was, Ten years ago, 12 years ago, whenever we were wor- working with the Oakville lot, and, and we had a... Thunder, a lightning thunderstorm. Yeah, and then we. So I'm not, I have not been written up. Um, I wish I was, but they did find uh, corroborating evidence in Florida that if a if a live oak is struck by lightning, it reproduces the same symptoms as oak wilt. And we drew those conclusions. Back then, too. Yeah, I was told Dave Apple says, you didn't write me and didn't include me in any of this. But we did find out that, uh, so I do have to make sure that uh, when somebody brings in the information, or the leaves, example of leaves, whether or not it is oak wilt. Now, so our other factor in determining whether it's oak wilt, look for the symptom, look for also a pattern of mortality. Flagging? No, 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 no. The 10, 12, 15 trees. Oh. I'm waiting for Charity to jump in on there. Yeah. <laughs> that, that takes a while, right? Yeah, says, yeah, yeah. We have to wait till a whole bunch of trees are dying before we decide that it's truly oak wilt. So you don't get a clear picture from one tree. It's when you, the neighborhood realizes they've got oak wilt. Yeah. There's seven or eight or twelve. Fortu- yeah, fortunately, you hit the nail on the head. Before the neighborhood realizes it, you know, there is a whole bunch of dead trees. Generally, then it becomes you need you need not even you need a certified arborist, you need an expert from A and M, and then you also need a sociologist uh, when uh, dealing with that issue when it's in a neighborhood. Well, Mark knows that my out there in villages of West Creek was it was a huge issue. You know whose fault was it? How are we going to pay for this to stop the disease? It was just a horrendous situation to. They didn't get ugly where you did the cover. <laughs> no, not with me. <laughs> oh dear. But they, uh, but they, uh, you know, the people realized how serious and how easy it was to prevent. Uh-huh. But once the disease is moving in to a neighborhood, it's it's not easy at all to uh, cure it. Well, after twelve, oh yeah, it was about twelve, fifteen years. Um, the solution kind of presented itself. It was basically they developed the whole area and wiped out all the trees. Oh. Yeah. So, problem solved. Wow. Okay, cool. Mark, anything else <laughs> on that note? <laughs> Sorry, just had, just had to leave you on that They one. did that in Pleasanton. <laughs> oh, is that right? Wiped out the whole town. Mm. Well, actually, the uh, there are two centers in town, which was determined to be Oak Wilt um, almost 35, 40 years ago. Jerry was in, involved with, um, and uh, what was a professor? Jer- uh, Johnson. Yeah, yeah Jerry Johnson. Johnson. And uh, one is along Fredericksburg, 
and basically they expanded the parking lot and took out that center. And then there's one, I just looked at it the other day, uh, along Bitters, and it just kind of petered out over time. It took out about a half square mile oh. trees, and then it's just, huh. just gone. Bitters is a big street. I Where bet they bitters? used that. Well, I'm not going to tell you, because, oh. because of the psychological. I, bet, I bet they used that new oak wilt uh the cornmeal, cornmeal, cornmeal yeah. Yeah. and organic materials in there, and and no, ju- no, could no, be no. juices. No, it actually it was uh, propiconsol. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. And, and, we'll and, take, enough of that. So. Well, we'll take a quick break. Cool. Anything else, Mark? No, no. Thank you. Thank you yeah. very much for the opportunity. And then uh, also the opportunity for last week. Uh, yeah, it was fun. We loved having you. All right. We'll take a break. Be back in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment with Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, Probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, if you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information... You can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So go to millburgernursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's millburgernursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to millburgernursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road, or check them out at millburgernursery.com. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, PAXFinancialGroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Share, like, comment, tweet. Are these foreign terms to your business? They may not be to your competition and the reason you're losing sales. Social media marketing is on the verge of dominating commerce. The right social media strategy can help you slay the competition and gain new customers. We're Salem Surround. We take the mystery of digital marketing off your shoulders, letting you run your business while we deliver customers. Your competition is already social. Catch them and surpass them. We offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We know how to make every digital dollar count towards sales success. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundsanantonio.com. SurroundSanAntonio.com 
Connecting you with new customers. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Make 2019 the year you go to the Holy Land. Get complete details and sign up for Stand with Israel 2019 at 930amtheanswer.com. That's 930amtheanswer.com. Long ago, you wouldn't think of galloping on a horse while doing calligraphy. And you wouldn't have attempted to ride your bike while typing a letter. Yet you think you can safely operate a multi-ton vehicle while texting? Behind the wheel is no place to multitask. If you want to BRB, drive now and text later. Lives depend on it. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. There's a little bit of everything in Texas. Just look around and you will see. There's a little bit of everything in Texas. And a whole lot of Texas in me There are 49 states around it And each of them have treasures of their own And everything they boast of, I sure found it But we've got them all right here at home and if welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. More Willie for you. More Willie. More Willie singing about Texas. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. So lav oak leaves falling at this time of the year is not unusual. Uh, yeah, they're falling and, a lot. And they they fall... At different times, they uh, they're 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 different uh, trees. So uh, sometimes they lose them earlier, and and then then the, the neighbor's tree. Well, and those and mi- that causes uh, those microclimates alarm. that we experience too, and you know, we get yeah. more rain in some places and more cold weather uh, some years. And if you park under an oak, you um, you get a Pick up truck full of oak leaves. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's I'm better. doing that now. I have to turn the wipers on. It's yeah. better than parking the under car. the uh, white-winged doves. Oh, jeez. Oh. Of course, you could, I mean, you could have the beginnings of a compost pile. There you go. The live oak leaves and the white-winged dove uh, excrement. So what's going to happen? So we were driving around yesterday, and there are some beautiful, beautiful mountain laurels. They're all going to die. <laughs> They're all going to get killed. Yeah, the freeze. Of, yeah, okay. the freeze is going to kill them all. Man, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might not. So, so it could go either way. He's, he's happy. He's ha- uh, yeah, are, they'll be. They'll are the be blooms going to go off, or the blooms will this won't knock the blooms off? No, some places, but not. Oh, good. Not, not okay, not. yeah, because man, they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. 
we've got some, and I never even noticed them before until now. And this one's probably, I'm trying to figure out how wide this thing is. It probably runs from the door to Jerry. It's just that wide. And yeah, it's huge and full of them. Oh, yeah. It's it's practically purple. 12 to 15 feet wide. Yeah, and, and probably tall as a house. Yeah. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. And I think you told us before, Trace, too, uh, Rusty Hall, Bla- um, what's it, Rusty Hall by Burnham is blooming around, and you've got some, some big ones here at Millburgers. Not that one. We've got the Possum Halls. Oh, okay, just Possum Hall. Yeah, just the, the, that Rusty Hall was one we used to talk about years ago, but we oh. kind of... Uh, one of the viburnums that uh, really relatively large, same same size, basically as uh, Texas mountain laurel, and uh, blooming white right now, and they they, they you kind of lose track of them like you do the red buds, they're kind of in the short yeah, order and everything. They and bloom, huh? then suddenly they're this uh, spectacular bloom, and then they uh, produce a b- good berry that the birds like. Uh, uh, you know what's looking really good right now, blooming wise, is the Mexican plums. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the I white one blooming? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, has little flowers. Yeah. yeah, we saw a bunch of those. Um, hey, we you, got you know. I don't think the deer eat those Mexican plums either, as far as I can tell. That the, uh, I don't. Have, know. If anybody has one that's outside, uh, I'm, I'm I've been I'm thinking that they have uh, survived in some places. Without getting eaten, but we'll see. Carol's on the line, and uh, Trace can help us with this question at 210-308-8867. Hi there, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing? All right, and you all? Good, good. What's uh, going on? How can we help you? Uh, Trace, this is a question for Trace. I was going to ask, does Millburgers come out as far as Bernie, Texas, to put trees in the ground? Uh, we do plant in in Bernie. Uh, there would probably be a destination fee, depending on which side of Bernie you're on. But, um, yeah, definitely we can go there. Okay. Do you know what the destination fee is, or would it's, you rather not? It's a, it? All right, so I can't answer that, but you can. Uh, it's going to be a, uh, if it's beyond 20 miles, it'll be a buck fifty a mile each direction. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your sure. help. Thanks, Carol. All right. You take care. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What's going on? What else is, is that going? jackhammer included when you go out to burning? No. No. Jackhammer would be 225 for the day, not per hole. So, you have to rent the jackhammer separately? Yeah, you bet. Uh, okay. And it, and it takes a little more uh, time, obviously. Oh, to yeah. And there's more spoilage, so we got more things we got to haul off. Oh, mm. yeah. So, uh, yes, we do, we do use jackhammers regularly when we go that direction. Let's, uh, let's so move. if they called the nursery just to find out more, they actually called landscaping, or they call you? It Maybe, both. Okay. Uh, it depends on what they're wanting. You know, if they're wanting, like, a full landscape job. Oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah, they would call the, the landscaping. Oh, and, but they just want a tree planted, they, they call the nursery? Say, right. Okay, two one zero four nine seven thirty seven. That's a real advantage. Uh, so we mentioned that yesterday. It's a big, valuable tree in our kind of soil. That it's uh, sometimes it's quite desirable to have a professional. And then then there's a, a good guarantee involved in that kind yeah, of. Any, a, any of the trees we plant, we're going to give them a year guarantee. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing to know. 
Then uh, let's bring let's remind everybody we on that Mexican plums. Um, trying to figure out, uh, I remember think that think that they've got are resistant to deer browsing. Jerry's not sure they are. So anybody that's got an experience, that's got one out there blooming in the open in deer country. Uh, I've got I've got one in the ditch in the ditch behind my house that was really pretty uh, a week or so ago, and uh, deer come up that ditch periodically, but it's not like uh, uh, Savannah Park or yeah. or. Even medical center. Medical center. Yeah, mine are behind the fence, so I don't know, can't, uh, which is another indication, you know, because, like, we've got uh, pomegranates and some of the other things that yeah. naturalize outside. They naturalize outside the fence where all the deer are. You can uh, pretty well guess that they're they're not being eaten by the deer. My, so mo- let us, my let motto it, is if the people will eat it, they'll if, eat it. The <laughs> deer will eat it. Well, of course, if, if you eat something off of a tree, the deer will oh. damage that tree. Oh, really? Deer. Now, I don't know if it holds true all the time, but I can't think of anything that uh, has fruit that the deer won't eat. Calvin's thinking. Well, I was just thinking of mistletoe. I can't remember if the deer eat the mistletoe. <laughs> Pretty sure they don't. <laughs> Hey, oh, because all the, all, all the birds do. I actually think they do. I think when when we looked at it, yeah, yeah, it was it's a surprise. It was a real surprise. But I think for some reason, deer. We'll have to check that out too. That's interesting. There, well, the deer. Did we say the deer will eat uh, loquats? Eat what? Loquats. I didn't understand. Loquat. Oh, loquat, yeah. Oh, the the foliage and everything? They don't relish it for sure. I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's, de- it's thick and dense. They like But it the, has the fruit. Yeah, they like the fruit. Yeah. They'll pick the fruit up off the, gr- the ground. Or, and they'll get what they can reach. Yeah. Cool. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else you got going on over there? We got pruning uh, information on plantanswers.com on the, in the topics of the month in red. Or I think it's right at the top. Uh, and it gives a uh, gives some uh, for shrubs and, and trees and, and roses. And things like that. Uh, but I put a link to it on plantanswers.com. And uh, it's it's just on the topics of the month in red on the pruning. Sure, make, sure makes it easier if you've got the diagram. To look yeah, at. yeah. And a, and a, and a real good dis, dis, description. And there, sometimes we don't uh, remind folks enough that we've got, Milberger's uh, got uh, pruning equipment here. Yeah, uh, yeah, quite a few things. Yeah, I, I think I even have, and I'd have to check this, but I think I even have the the uh, pruning paint can that you can put on a pole. Oh, Ooh, yeah, cool. we had a question about that the other day. Where yeah, how do you get uh, it? Cool. Well, I've got. Well, what is I, that? I know I had them, but it, it was two different things that we had to buy and put them together. Okay. Uh, and I'm almost positive I've got two uh, two complete setups in there, but uh, it's it's basically a fiberglass extending pole with a little can holder on the top and a rope, yeah. and you pull on the rope it presses down on the little doodad on the top of the can and 
shoots it out. Yeah. It's oh. a surprise. So if you have a tall, uh, if you have that same thing in a chainsaw, which, or if you have one of the, the sickle-looking things right. and you're cutting it, you can actually go back and spray it, too. Right. You're, still, you're still limited to the, the heights, but, yeah, if, yeah. It's, if it's one of those that's already on a pole, then there's no reason that this pole wouldn't. Yeah. That's good spot. to know. And then a lot of the, surprises me, a lot, of, a lot of the cutting that is done up in those trees is done by somebody climbing. Oh, yeah. And they've got their little holster, oh. their holsters. Yeah, sometimes right. with two different uh, right. pruning cans there, that, so that they, if they get an angle, so they can reach it on this side, or they can reach it. And so that's a, how acceptable is it to say you're going to trim your oak? Okay, and you got a lot of branches you're going to take off. So you got you just decided, okay, I don't want to carry that can on my holster. I'm going to cut and cut and cut and cut. And no. Cut. And then go back and spray and spray no. and spray and They're spray. They're going to not remember where they've cut. Okay. <laughs> Is that the biggest problem? And it, and it, you need to spray right after you cut. Okay. Because uh, if the beetle is out there and the spores are out there, as soon as you cut that first cut, yeah, those beetles are going to find that. Okay. It's good to find know. Find that thing. So... Uh, the, the the what you should do recommendation is prune prune and cut i mean and uh, paint as soon as you cut they've even, they've kind of revised it to, was it who's the guy that we talked to from uh forcers he, he yeah. was saying a half hour so if you but, oh okay but still i'm with but that's where I'm i with got jerry cuz if you you know when you're doing the Oh, the cutting the the, the hackberries and things on your fence line, mm-hmm. and you're you're going back afterwards with the with the uh, herbicide. Yeah, the and if you, if you don't go right it, along there, I never can find all the <laughs> yeah all, all the stubs. Yeah, and I think he was expressing frustration when he was was it Phil? I don't know whatever his name was, uh, but. Uh, that, yeah, that, that road crews would go and they would just cut and then they would go back and then someone would follow them with another truck and spray. And it was mm-hmm. like, I think his preferred method was cut, spray, cut, spray, cut, right. spray. Right. Hey, we've got Greg back on the line. Um, he's back with us with a peach tree question. 210-308-8867. Hey, Greg, what's going on? How's it going, gentlemen? Good. Good. What's up? Hey, uh, so... so um, I'm just east of Dallas, so our freeze tonight is going to be a lot different than y'all's is. But um, I've got two peach trees and, and one plum that are going into their third growing season, and they're all about six feet tall. Um, so we're expected at where we're at to get somewhere around 22 to 25 degrees over the next few nights um, to, to try to save somewhat of a, a peach crop this coming season, you think using frost cloth covering the, the whole trees with the frost cloth over the next couple of days will help that, or do you think it's a lost cause at this point? Do you have blooms open? I've got blooms, yeah. I've got some that are open that have already flowered, but I've got some that are still kind of in the little bulb stage that, that haven't flowered yet. Well, have you got, how, so they're only five feet tall or six feet? Yeah, I've I've pruned them to to keep them somewhat, you know, mm-hmm. shorter. 
I'm trying to trying to prune the tops to keep them, you know, and shorter. How, how easy is it? Is your fro- frost cloth? You just put it over the top. Can you can you put yeah. a a little light light source, I mean a heat source in there, like a mechan- couple mechanics lights or one mechanics light. You wouldn't save uh, all of them. Yeah, I could. I mean, they're they're kind of spread out in the backyard, and I could run some extension cords oh. in there. I but wonder I, if you should, I wonder if you shouldn't wrap them if they're that. Well, it's kind of what if, I what I did with the frost cloth is I yeah I draped them over the top and then I you know kind of. I've, I've got them tensioned to the ground, and then the the excess cloth at the bottom, I kind of wrapped around the trunk. So they're they're pretty well wrapped. I mean, there's a few you know gap, okay. gaping areas, but for the most part, I tried to get them fully wrapped. I just didn't okay. know if that frost cloth is enough to you know br- you know um, keep the temperature somewhat warm in there. Yeah, it gives you about five to six degrees uh, heat. Okay. But, yeah, depending but on I don't know if you're wrapping them. Yeah. Well, you you're know, not. You don't. You, you don't have to worry about protecting the stems. No. Or the trunk. Yeah. All you're trying to do is uh, protect the blooms. Protect the blooms or the young fruit. So. Because yeah. don't they say at like 28 degrees, that's when you start to lose your. I was reading Neil Sperry's uh, article from last week, and I think he had mentioned. You're at 28 degrees. You lose probably 10 percent, but below that, you're you go to 90 percent loss on the on the fruit crop. Yeah, that's why I think if you did your some kind of cover with a heat source, you know, you might be operating in the 50 percent or 60 percent safety zone. I don't think you can get a heat source out there to everyone up. To uh, that's what he said. Yeah, to, you don't, to you know. one or two, I might be able to. But then, because yeah, I just use I just use extension spread. cords and a mechanics light and just put them. You said you've there. you've already got them wrapped, right? I I did that this morning. Okay. Um, just just wondering if it was a vain attempt to, you know, save money. It can't, by can't hurt anything. No, it can't, no. <laughs> it can't hurt anything, and it's your best chance. Of saving the crop. Well, and I think, yeah, I think you will get some success mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, and they're still young enough. I'm not expecting bushels of peaches, but, you know, it's nice to get a few off there, so. You might uh, take uh, take all the peaches off anyway. Oh. When you, when yeah. you, get, you can, you know, nobody, on a younger nobody tree. Nobody does that. On a younger tree. <laughs> Three I years old. Yeah. He can use that as a sour grapes deal if all the blooms freeze off. He said, I should have taken that fruit off of there anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, well, Dr. Parsons, I got a, I got a Satsuma question for you, too, if, if y'all got time. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. You got Satsumas <laughs> up there? Well, I've got an Okitsu that it's still potted, uh, so I can move it in. But last, Oh, good. So when I, when I bought it, I bought it. Uh, probably February of last year from a local okay. nursery. Okay. And they had told me that it had an abundance of uh, satsumas that, that previous fall. And then, right. uh, so last year we didn't get anything off of it. There, there was no fruit. So do you, right. should we expect that we will get some later this year? Oh, yeah. Uh, they're alternate bears. In other words, if okay. you had a bunch of fruit on it uh, when you bought it, and you didn't take them off, like Trey says, nobody takes them off. 
but uh, it'll, it'll produce a heavy crop one year and then skip the next year. Okay. Well, what what variety do you have? It's the it's an okitsu. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, is that are those pretty winter hardy? I mean, I've been keeping it out of no temperatures but. <laughs> for our no. winter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anything below thirty degrees is gonna damage it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got it inside, so. One the one thing in it, you got it in a whiskey barrel size container. Yeah, a little bit smaller. This year I was gonna I was gonna transplant it into a big whiskey barrel. Okay. Uh, just yeah. the important thing that that most people do or don't do uh, when they put citrus in a container is they uh, don't fertilize it. So you have to use. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the show much, but uh, we talk about copious amounts of uh, Osmocote <laughs> Plus. That's right. Osmocote Plus. Okay. Yeah, I've been, uh, I mean, I'm not perfectly scheduled, but about every 60 days I'll put, put a little fertilizer in there. Okay, well, with Osmocote, you put it uh, one time in the spring. Okay. Because it, it's about a... What, four to five months release, or sometimes longer. All depends on rainfall and temperature. Yeah. So copious amounts. Well, that's good because Co- I've got a. I I've mean, literally, mul- literally mulch with it. You cannot <laughs> put too much Osmocote. Well, my little scoop doesn't. It doesn't have a measuring point for copious. It just goes up to a lot, but it doesn't have. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. We don't use no stinking food. <laughs> <laughs> we just pour in there. There you go. When you, when you get tired, you stop pouring. <laughs> Keep pouring. Our, our motto is there's no such thing as too much Osmocote. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you, okay, sir. Thank Take, you for calling. Keep warm up there in Dallas. Yeah. We're going to try. All, All right, man. Right. Let us know what happens. Thanks. Yeah. Keep us informed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All I'll right. let you know here in a month or so. Thanks. All right. You take care. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. You know, probably every weekend we get a question on how do I prune, you fill in the blank here, tree. Well, If you prune trees correctly, they not only look great, but it's healthy. And if you prune them incorrectly, you greatly reduce that landscape potential, the reason you bought the tree. But you know what? When you've got the right information, you can do the right thing. Well, on March 9th from 1030 to noon, Millburgers is presenting a free seminar called How to Prune Trees. It's presented by the folks at Davies Trees, and you're going to learn how to prune properly. So, Go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn all the information about this upcoming seminar. That's MillbergerNursery.com, and you'll learn about it. No RSVP needed. The cost is free, so just come on out and enjoy it. When you go to MillbergerNursery.com, too, you'll learn about all the great items that are on sale. There's some terrific items on sale this week, all your favorites. So come on out to Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road, or check them out at MillbergerNursery.com. Here's what I know about my listeners in San Antonio and the Hill Country. This is Larry Elder. You are 
intelligent. You do your research and you hate leaving money on the table. If you're thinking about selling your home in this hot market, I'm about to help you keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. Call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low set fee program as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit no matter what your house is on the market for. And tell me, why is that fair? Why does a $500,000 homeowner pay $18,000 more in commission than a $200,000 home? Did the realtor do $18,000 more in service? I doubt it. With Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell, you'll get Sergio's 20 plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Here's the number. It's 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for Help You Sell. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. Including surveillance solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art surveillance solution security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. The meeting between President Trump and North Korea dictator Kim Jong-un was probably doomed from the start, given Kim's record of lying about previous agreements to reduce or even give up his nuclear program and his desire to stay in power. Past performance is indicative of future performance. Kim wanted sanctions against his regime lifted first in exchange for doing things he could easily reverse or lie about. Ronald Reagan walked away from his 1986 summit with Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev and Reykjavik, Iceland. The dispute then was also about nuclear missiles. Reagan wanted to keep building his Strategic Defense Initiative, or SDI. Gorbachev thought it would upset the balance of power. Reagan's walkout turned out well. Five years later, the Soviet Union collapsed, thanks in part to its inability to match the U.S. military buildup. Kim Jong-un and his hungry nation will continue as it has for decades. He's not interested in joining the community of nations or in helping his people. The president was right to walk away. One can only hope collapse will follow. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The whole state of mind. You can feel it as soon as you cross the state line. It's deep in our hearts, our soul, and our genes. If you're from Texas, you know what I mean. Cause it's a Texas thing, long necks and a western swing. It's a river walking Barton Springs and a cold old star. It's the way that we like to sing. All down in green, eating barbecue and pinto beans with a cold on star. 
Milberger's Garden in South Texas on that 930. That was Willie. That was not Willie. Unless <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was a very young Willie. No, no, that wasn't Willie on that one. That was Gary P. Nunn. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 210. What happened, Calvin? Looking for my... Uh, oh, yeah. You can unplug <laughs> again? we okay. got to plug Calvin in. Plug Calvin. We've got to wind him up and plug him in. We hadn't talked about Calvin's article yesterday, and yesterday's paper got a pretty picture of redbud blooming, redbud tree blooming, and got a Lady Banks rose, and and uh, Calvin says deer will eat Lady Banks rose, including older thornier versions that are used in, to escape their mulching. mulching. The Lady, Burks, uh, the Lady Banks Rose is a good xeriscape plant. Uh, it's pretty tough. Uh, the, uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, on his uh, Dig In Now section, he talks about uh, the live oak leaves uh, will be falling soon. Yes. Will they? <laughs> some of them are already yeah, falling. Yeah, soon as sure. some is, for some is now. That's what people are upset about. Because there's, there's a fall and then the neighbors are not falling. So they think their live oak is going to turn into a dead oak. No. But they've got to drop the leaves. Like uh, Mark said, this is, this is late, late winter and early spring when they... Drop their leaves. Uh, use them as a mulch or yeah. as an ingredient for the compost pile. They can also be left to decompose on the lawn. That's what I do with mine. <laughs> and it's amazing how fast they decompose. <laughs> yeah, and it's a weird thing as on the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> They barely decompose. It's like there's something in the soil in your lawn that just as soon as they get there, they're poof, they're gone. Are they? Are they? Do they get blown into the neighbors? Yeah. Even oh, I was thinking you were just talking about red, red oak. Yeah, was, uh, mainly red oaks and things. Mainly like. red oaks. Yeah. Yeah, because because one of the characteristics of live oaks are they're pretty heavy, dense. Yeah, they're, they're and they dense. fall and stay right where they are. A lot I mean, of a lot of people say. Uh, we've had questions. Uh, of course, we get more more questions about pecan leaves. You know, mm. pecan leaves good for the garden. Uh, will it kill the garden? They getting it confused with walnut leaves. Uh, and and uh, the t- uh, tannins and the uh, uh, juglans, uh chemical in walnut leaves, but. Uh, the uh, live oaks don't have it. They have tannins. Yeah. Uh, they make nice paths. Uh, if you they do, yeah, in your garden, in between rows. But it's uh, amazing how uh, how fast they'll decompose. Yeah, in the garden and easy to move. That always, I don't know if it's true, but it seems to me like they have more nitrogen in that dense uh, little leaf than than the other leaves do. But I would think so. Yeah, because they they. You incorporate them into soil when you're done using them on the path, and they're gone quickly. All right. Mow them to speed up decomposition. Okay. And that's kind of satisfying, too, is because you see the trails as you mow the lawn with the leaves in them. Mm-hmm. You can see where you've been. 
All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks to the docs. Uh, thanks to Al back at the station for uh, getting all the music on the air and all our calls. And, of course, thanks to you for listening. Keep warm this evening, and we'll talk to you next Saturday and Sunday here at Mill Burgers. For Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas, I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.